live on ACN Track. Welcome to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Hello and welcome to the show brought to you by Auto Owls, the 24-hour mechanical and auto electrical specialist. I am James Broadhurst in the studio with me, Leia Ernest. How are you, Leia? Fantastic, but not as good as Cal's doing this morning. No, certainly not. Unfortunately, Cal not with us. Bit of a bit of a car issue. <laughs> Should have gone to Auto Owls. Should have gone to Auto Owls. Oh my gosh, is there a better advertisement uh, for Auto Owls than that? If you don't go, that's what can happen to you. Anyway, Cal, we're going to miss uh, him on the show today, unfortunately, but uh, we will press on because there are plenty happening in the world of greyhound racing, particularly over here in the West or, or Western Australian-related greyhounds. Uh, we've got a lot going on. Two feature races this weekend, uh, Friday night with Mandra Cup and then the distance potential at Cannington on Saturday. And, of course, Tommy's going around in the Million Dollar Chase. Heaps to talk about. Where do we start? Oh, gosh, plenty, plenty <laughs> happening and a lot of superb runners chasing over the next few days. Let's kick off with the Mandra Cup. It is race six over the 490 and... James, I don't know about you, but I was looking at this field and it was really, really hard to pick a winner. But, I mean, the Heat winners, Pixie Minnelli, More Deductions, Starbook and Sam Monty. I like the look of More Deductions, but I think Mermaid Minnelli will also be hard to beat. Oh, cracking field, this one for the Group 3 Mandra Cup. Mandra's biggest race, always uh, a wonderful event. This one, uh, this year, certainly no exception. <sighs> wow, after those heats, yeah. You, you, more Deductions, did you say? Yes, and, you know, last week when he raced against Mermaid Minnelli, yep. they were drawn opposite boxes almost. Mermaid was on the inside and more deductions on the outside, and Mermaid led basically throughout, but more deductions is a very strong finisher, and although Mermaid jumped well, more deductions did a very good job of covering ground, especially with that outside draw. And if you take a look at their run home times, I mean, Mermaid Minnelli, 11.30, and more deductions, 11.04, so there's a bit of a difference there. Key, as always, uh, to Mermaid's uh, racing is that early speed. She's drawn box eight uh, on Friday night. Not necessarily a, a bad draw for her. She can potentially lead from there. Might be hard, though, with the likes of Starbuck. Uh, also, Sir Monty, a bit of a lead lead pinger as well. I don't, yeah, Look, I look across this field. You can make a case for a, a number of these dogs. I'm going to... I'm leaning towards Starbuck here based on the heat run. Fastest qualifier. Uh, absolutely pinged the, pinged the lids last week. Uh, won in 27-21. Great record on this track. Of course, run won the Mandra Oaks uh, at Mandra um, earlier in the year. Just like it. Just like it. Although... <laughs> In some ways, uh, it's against her because she is a, the, the wide runner. Right next to her is Sir Monty, a quick beginner. Also, we mentioned Mermaid Minnelli out there in box eight. So she doesn't like the pressure on the outside. I'm, uh, and there's a the couple of dogs out there that can certainly deliver that pressure to her. I'm backing her to clear her, to clear that pressure and get out in front. Once she gets, if she's able to get in front, I think she'll be uh, she'll be off and away. If she doesn't, certainly opens it up for the dogs on the inside and, and your selection there, Layer more deductions, which is so impressive. Uh, first start on that track uh, last week, more deductions, uh, winning the heat. Uh, I think he certainly comes into play. Pixie Minnelli is another one that I think can come up. But uh, look, great field. 
Uh, great race. Uh, really looking forward to it on Friday. Yeah, like you said, so many good contenders here. Piximelli, I think, you know, very circumstantial race, Piximelli. If she leads, she can win and, you know, box to a favourable draw. And as you mentioned, Starbuck doesn't really like traffic, but fantastic run last um, well last week and best time here out of all the runners in 2710. So. Yeah, looking for Starbuck to clear. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> all right. There's... A lot of other highlights we're looking at. Insteinium engaged here in race three over the 405, a grade one, two. Let's have a listen back to his win last week. Racing. Einsteinium midfield away, but burrows through to lead now over Kung Fu Fun Torza. Then Turbo Fun outside of Cerberus Minelli. They tangle. Royce Minelli tandem at pace. Kenya Bandito. Einsteinium's three clear of Torza. Then Kung Fu Fun. Cerberus Minelli. Royce Minelli tandem at pace. But Einsteinium going on strongly from Torza. Then Kung Fu Fun. And Einsteinium scores from Torza and Kung Fu Fun. Fourth yes, opponent. that was Einsteinium last week winning... Over the 4.05, goes around against only a six-dog field. This one has box three. Comes up against the likes of Bust the Brood out of box one. Uh, Tandemate Pace in box two. They're likely to be the main dangers here. It's a shame Cal's not with us because he was very bullish off-air about the uh, the chance of Bust the Brood here. From the po- there it is. Uh, he's not even here, and this dog's getting a mention. Unbelievable. Um... Uh, very bullish about the, the prospects of Bust the Brute from the pole here. But I am going to stick with my man, my main man, Einsteinium, my favourite dog uh, here, Leia. And I've got a bit of a theory yes, about this dog. Yes, let's hear this theory, James. All right. So over short course racing, there has been a tendency, if the dog is good enough, for certain greyhounds to dominate the short course ranks. And we've, we've seen this several times over the years. Uh, we've seen Car Park Keith, the legendary Car Park Keith, win more than 60 races over the short course distance, mainly over the 4.10 as it was back then at Mandra back in the late 90s. Uh, more recently, we've seen Astrophysic primarily primarily race over the 4.05, uh, uh, won more than 50 races for Paul Stewart. That was a, a couple of years back. And we've seen Oriental Lowen, uh, over the 400 and the 300 uh, collect 50 races. So do what? you think between Einsteinium and Oriental Owen, who is it going to be? Well, okay, so Oriental Owen's on the, on the uh, towards the end of his career, right? Yeah. Einsteinium's at the beginning of his career. I think Einsteinium could be another one of these short course dominators. And, you know, we're not going to know... Uh, until another 18 months' time. But already we've seen You're this. calling it early. James. I am calling it very early. Einsteinium. Just going to be – we've just seen Astrophysic was a classic. You just – every time it rocked up in a in a 400-metre race, you were just confident that it was going to perform well. And I think Einsteinium is going to be another one of these dogs. 11 wins from 15 starts already. I think it follows up with another win uh, on Friday night. Forget Cal. He's not here. He can't <laughs> have his opinion. So uh, Einsteinium, you know, uh, and – I think he's uh, he's on target to be one of these uh, dogs that wins a lot, a lot of races over the short course. Yeah, I'm with you here, James. I think Einsteinium has this one in the bag. I mean, the danger would be Buster, especially drawn out of box one. So, you know, Cal's not here to support that. But it, I think it would be between Buster and Einsteinium. And as you mentioned, vacant box three beside of him deals well with the traffic, knows how to squeeze through. So a lot of potential here. Yeah, look, uh, his go has been beginning really quickly. It hasn't done... Hasn't absolutely pinged them the last couple of weeks, but still find a way to win. So I like those winning qualities. We'll get to the opinion of Paul Stewart, by the way, 
uh, of tandem at pace uh, when we speak to him a bit later on the show. All right, well... Let's wrap it up with that race and take a look at race eight. Another good race on the program over the 405 mix three, four. Good field engage. We've got Speed Force, Sunset Kodiak, Turbo Fun and Luli, who looks a good chance here. Yeah, look, Luli uh, only had the eight runs so far. Uh, sorry, eight wins over the course of his career so far. Has won from every single boxer. Each uh, win has been from a different box and has won across the grid there. So box eight, not likely to be a problem for that Greyhound. But look, yeah, talent across the board here for a mixed 3-4 over the 405-metre journey. Uh, I was looking towards Speed Force here, a dog I know that you <laughs> have a soft spot for as well, Leia. I do. Uh, it, this dog's really consistent. Uh, last two starts have been in harder company, Uh Mandra Cup Heat and a free-to-all over this journey has placed, prior to that has won, uh, has been top three finish uh, over his past six starts, Speed Force. So I think it's a really good chance. I think it'll go out at good odds here as well. I mean, th- th- there are other other uh, chances in this one, Sunset Kodiak, Turbo Fun, uh, Torza, to name a few. But, uh, you yeah, I don't mind uh, Speed Force as an each-way bet here. Yeah, I'm actually on Speed Force as well. And, you know, as you mentioned, last two starts amongst Harder Company and Einsteinium. Well, ran second to Einsteinium two starts back. So very, very good chance here, Speed Force. Right, indeed. So there, what were you thought were the highlights for Friday night? What about a Saturday night uh, there, Leia? Oh, well, very exciting chasing there at Cannington as well. Race five is the distance potential over the 600. And looking at this field as well, good competition um, Enzo Credelli, two heat winners, historic time, 34.77 fastest, as well as Rambo's boy engaged here. So Rambo's boy, historic time, probably the two I'm looking at, historic time, very quick. Time of 34.77 best, and you think of the track record is 34.22, so pretty close. Yeah, it was a quick run, wasn't it? Got to the lead and uh, was able to uh, finish off power away there, historic time. The other heat winner, Hairpin Trigger. Another dog I don't mind in this race, uh, don't guess. Been racing very consistently, but I, I, I probably tend to agree with you. We're agreeing a lot with each other, Leia. What's going on? Uh, the two Enzo Crudelli dogs here, Rambo's boy, historic time. Historic time likely to start favourite based on the performance uh, from the heats. Uh, but Rambo's boy, really consistent, ultra consistent chaser, really uh, good money spinner. And a strong finisher as well. Had its first start over the 600 last start. So, uh, you know, could show improvement on that. Uh, expect that to be charging home at the finish. Yeah, and we've got hairpin trigger drawn out wider for Jamie Marsh. Third heat winner. I don't think the wider draw is a concern and, you know, is quick late. So potential there as well. But, yeah, I'm definitely with historic time. I mean, sectional times as well. Very impressive. Only The only runner in this field to clock a sub-23 second in the section, second section. So I just, yeah, no question for me. All right, there you go. Very confident. <laughs> we're sticking with the stayers for our next uh, race there, Leia, that we're looking at. We are. It's over the 7.15, race six, grade five. And Van Buren, usually a favourite, but what do we make of this dog? Last start, a little disappointing and was the favourite. Five dog field, but did hit interference mid-race and was finishing the stronger of any dog in the race. Yeah, so Van Buren goes around here, meets uh, the likes of Inversion, Renewed, uh, those greyhounds. Yeah, 
disappointing maybe for question mark against that. Did go out as favourite. But, uh, look, I don't know. I think that mid-race interference ruined the run. It did finish off strongly. Happy to stick with him. He has been racing fairly well. Uh, and, of course, won over this distance uh, a few starts back. Uh, likely to go out as favourite here. Uh, inversion, probably the best-performed dog in this field, but form of late is not great. So question marks over that, Greyhound. Look, probably the two interesting runners here at, at the bookends, box one with Renewed and in box eight with Javille Slick, both out of the Crystal Shinners kennels here. So Re- Renewed's having its first start over this journey. One uh, decent run uh, last start over the 520. Has had a couple of runs over 600 and was a staying uh, dog over in Melbourne. Uh, so really interested to see how that Greyhound can go from box one. And Javiel Slick, once again, we're missing Callum today because he, he he had a... He had some good uh, good. He's got an in, he's got an in obviously with the the Shinners kennel, and he had some uh, inside knowledge that this uh, Javiel Slick uh, has been trialling well. So uh, interesting race. It is, and yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. A shame that Cal couldn't give us some inside knowledge, but we'll be good to especially see renewed over this distance for the first time. See whether they he can hold on from the six hundred to the seven fifteen. All right, and that's it for our races there at Cannington. A very, very exciting chasing at Mandra for the Mandra Cup, as well as the Dishon's potential at Cannington. Before we wrap up, we've got a message from our valuable sponsors. Auto Hours is family-owned and operated, and their number one priority is to get to know you and your car personally. Whether it be a logbook service, mechanical repairs, air conditioning, or electrical, they can help. For your convenience, Auto Hours offers 24-hour servicing. They are located at 13 Street Bentley. Head to their website autohours.com.au. Check out their Facebook page or you can contact them on 6220-7508. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to Go Greyhounds. It's all happening at Mandra Friday night with the Mandra Cup and a man who is very invested, trainer Paul Stewart. How are you, Paul? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Excellent. Uh, better for having you on the show. Uh, fantastic heat win from this Greyhound last week. Uh, went around like it had seen the track before there, Paul, uh, even though it was his first start in a race there. Yeah, he's been down there just for a few trials since he's uh, been here for uh, quite a few months now. And, yeah, he, he's, he knows Mandra is a bit of a trial track. And, uh, yeah, that was his sort of first start down there over the 490. So, uh, no, he handled it well. He he uh, overcame a wide draw, which is probably not too bad for him. But, um, no, he's done it well. So, very happy with how he went. Yeah, he's certainly been a, a nice one for you since you got him. Started, started his career over in Melbourne. What was it uh, that took your eye about him that uh, convinced you to bring him over here? Oh, he's just, um, he, he came over with a bit of a boom on him. He had some, uh, his first few starts were very good on sort of one-turn tracks over, I think it was Ballarat. Uh, and he, you know, he showed plenty. So, um he come over as a young dog with pretty much all his grades to win. He'd only won a couple of races, so that sort of took his maidens and novice races off him. But uh, he, was a, he was a nice dog to sort of uh, to go through the grades with. And 
fortunately, he's, he's done it pretty. He got through him pretty quick over here, and and now he's sort of up in the top grade, and and he's shown himself to be pretty competitive. Yeah, certainly has. Uh, obviously, raced mainly at Cannington's so far, but uh, this series too good to pass up. You've drawn uh, the pole for the final there, Paul. Uh, how's that looking for you? Uh, box one's always a, a massive advantage in a final, let alone uh, a major corner start. So it's, yeah, the, the prime position to be. Uh, the one thing with this dog, he hasn't got a whole lot of early pace out of the box. He Once he steps, he's good, he gets going, but um, he's just... Sorry, just to put you on speakerphone, he, he, um, he, he musters up pretty quick. So he's, he's got the draw to sort of um, hopefully hunt up underneath a couple of the Manelli dogs and hopefully try and find himself you know, within the first couple once he gets going. Yeah, it's uh, he's likely to have to come from behind, isn't he? G- given the the amount of speed in there, how do you read this? How do you read this race? Who who is going to get that crucial front running position? Uh, it's quite, it's an interesting sort of draw. The uh, mm. obviously Mermaid, the, the dog in the state, which is you know, the, probably the most reliable beginner, especially down to Mandra, she's pretty much faultless down there over the four hundred, uh, and she's not badly drawn out there. She, she gets to do what she wants to do out there, so she you know she would most likely be the leader. Uh, but, you know, off the heat last week, sort of Starbuck come out running, um, Dumondi come out running, and as a rule, Victor Minnelli's a pretty pretty explosive uh, early dog as well. So, you, you know, in my perfect world, I'll hope Victor Minnelli flies the lead and just um, gets to the top and we can just sort of sit on the hammer. Yeah, and you're confident, uh, Paul, that you, if you're not too far back, you'll be able to run these dogs down like you did last week with Mermaid. Um, he's got—he's not the strongest dog in the world. He's just his best asset is his sort of mid-race pace. Um, so he—he he need to be sort of close to him, um, going somewhere down the back straight. But look, it was evidence for the last week. He sort of—he drops into another gear as he sort of hits down the back, and he. Went past the 300 metre boxes last week. He was, he was airborne. So, uh, now his run home section last week was pretty much close to 11 dead, which is uh, quite strong. Um, you'd be thinking off his breathing, he'd be able to run dogs down, being by sweet it is, or being out of sweet it is. Um, so, yeah, he's look, he could run a couple of the speedier ones down, uh, but he can't get too far behind them, to be honest. Well, it does shape as a, a very interesting one. Uh, obviously, a great race that you want to you want to collect. After this, Paul, the the plan is to go straight into the All Stars with him. Yeah, correct. I mean, he he's more suited up up at Cannington. Um, he's only a sort of a little dog, and uh, he gets around Cannington better than what he does at Mandra. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, well, we're hoping that Tommy Shelby gets through this week um, in the million dollar race and he, he disappears from the All-Stars. So, um, and then we, we might be a chance because, uh, yeah, we've run into Tommy a few times and haven't been able to crack him yet. So um, it would be nice if he wasn't there. Well, we'll have our fingers crossed for you, Paul. Now, another chaser who's been doing pretty well tandem at paces in the 405 free-to-all has won a couple levels, sorry, has won a couple times at free-to-all level. Bit of a slowish starter over the 405. Likely to go up in distance at any point? Uh, not really. He's just uh, he's just one of those tricky dogs. He's um, hopeless in his first five to ten metres, and then he, once he gets going, he rockets. So, and the 400 really does see him out. Um, he just 
yeah, he can't really get further than 400. So he's just going to be one of them dogs that you you take on trust if you're as a betting proposition. Uh, he's getting better and better as he as he's getting more race experience. His last few, he really hasn't had much of a chance. He's come out of the league and just got collected um, pretty much straight away. So he hasn't been able to get going. But uh, this week he's got a he's got a suitable draw. He's always well drawn down on the fence, but he's come up against a pretty hot field with Buster the Brood in one, who grows a leg off there, and obviously Einstein him, who's been winning the free to the last few weeks with um, blistering pace. So. He can't afford to do too much wrong, but, um, yeah, hopefully he can run a place. Yeah, uh, only a small field as well, so that that certainly helps his chances. But ha- has been a handy dog for you uh, over the stretch so far? Yeah, he's been um, actually a bit of a surprise packet. He was, when he was coming through, he was he showed he had some sort of ability, but, um, I, to be honest, I didn't expect him to, to race straight through the free-to-all. So, and since he's got there, he's been more and more competitive, so... He's going to be looking like one of my, you know, like the Friday night dog every week. He's, he pulls up pretty well and he's quite sound uh, at this stage. So hopefully he stays that way. And um, yeah, he's just going to be one of those dogs that's just always going to be there or thereabouts. I think he's had a 15 fr- starts and missed a place once or twice and that's about it. Well, consistent money spin is what you want. Now, earlier on the show, Paul, I threw out a theory that Einsteinium was going to be the next astrophysic. Now, I know Einsteinium's not in your kennel, but uh, is there any validity to that opinion? Uh, well, if he can keep um, buttering up and running them sections he does, he's, he's, he's on his way, definitely. He's, he's one of them dogs, I suppose, that gets, if he gets a clean start, he just burns everything off. Um, his sections are crazy, and he's getting stronger and stronger as he gets more runs into his legs as well. So, I mean, he's running 22 fours, but there's every chance he'll probably get a little bit quicker down in time. And um, if he can stay sound, he's going to be yeah pretty hard to beat on a weekly basis. All right. You're, you're, you're one of the best judges, Paul. So I appreciate your validation of my theory. I got some uh, odd looks from some people here uh, when I threw that one out. But uh, more importantly, as far as you're concerned, uh, there, Paul Quartararo, another one, uh, another one of your dogs is uh, going right at the moment. Goes around in the 490 free to all on Friday night. That's uh, race nine. Uh, how are we looking with this dog? Yeah, he's a um, he's going really well. He's probably last one or two runs have been probably a touch below par. Um, if I was to be critical, um, but he he's a he's a nice dog. He's, he's drawn perfectly in box eight on Friday and. Uh, the small field suits him as well, so he's probably my best chance of the weekend. So, um, you know, if he can turn up like he has sort of done in the last month, he was on he was on a bit of a red hot patch there where he went low 27s, and um, his run homes were super strong. So, if he can do that with a clean clean run, um, he's beginning he's been beginning much better than he has, you know, in, in his career. So. If he can love close to him and stay wide and, and hook around him, he'd be pretty hard to beat. Been a pretty lightly raced dog for you. Had some issues with him? Yeah, he's had sort of a um, bit of uh, early doors. He had a bit of mental issues and then uh, and a few uh, physical issues as well. So uh, he's just been a dog I've just been taken very slowly with. I, I own him and um, so I've really didn't want to rush him too much. He's had quite a few injuries as well. So uh, we sort of tried to stay away from Cannington. Um, he, he, he just can't get around the corners. His racing manners, or his racing style, should I say, um, he, he generally runs wide. So he just, that's due to his injuries he's had in the past. So we've um, just keep 
kept him at Mandra and, and raced him sparingly and um, just to try and keep his sort of form a bit more stable. Um, he's the type of dog, you, you race him more often than not, well, he's just going to get slower and slower. So he's just a sort of a bit of a maintenance job, but he's got the motor in there to, um, to turn up on and be very, very competitive whenever he shows up. So he's Brilliant. just a, he's a beautiful dog at home, so I'm just happy to just take it easy and, and cruise around with him. Take it as he comes. Well, certainly got the talent there, but as you say, maybe one to manage. And look, just quickly before we let you go, Paul, uh, not great news uh, with uh, Campini. You just got this dog back up and running and then on the sidelines once again. It's been a roller coaster with this dog, hasn't it? Yeah, he's just going to be forever one of those dogs that's just full of hard luck stories, I guess. He's, um, yeah, he, uh, a few months ago, he was flying and he was a reserve in a race at Cannington, so I took him to Mandurah to trial him because um, I couldn't race him. And he pulled a nail out. He was off the sidelines, or he was on the bench for another two months. Finally got him back. He won really good at Mandurah the week before. And last weekend in the heat, he got galloped on and pretty much sliced his foot down to the bone. So he's going to be out for an extended period of time. And unfortunately, I think he turns four in November, so he's on the wrong end of the uh, the age spectrum. So we'll hopefully hopefully try and get him back. But uh, yeah, he'll be off for quite some time. Well, fingers crossed you can get him back and uh, and back firing again. Hey, look, Paul, uh, all the best in the Mandra Cup and with your other dogs over the weekend. Good stuff. There we go. Paul Stewart. And after the break, we'll be speaking with another Mandra Cup contestant, Fran Farrell. Live on SEN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on SEN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to the show. Well, as mentioned, we have the big Group 3 Mandra Cup final coming up Friday night. And Harvey-based trainer Fran Farrell has got her consistent veteran, incredible hero, into the race. Fran, how are you? Good, thanks. Good good to uh, for you to join. <laughs> I just can't believe you called him a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't he? He's been around. He's, he's been... only three and a half. Well, he's been racing for... Racing for 18 months or so now. Yeah, he started early. He loves racing. <laughs> oh, there we go. He's, he's, well, how many races he had he now? He looks like 60 a veteran. 60-odd races? Maybe 70. Oh, there 70 we go. Odd. There we go. And you've got him into this final, which is exciting. He's been a very good dog for you over the stretch and uh, about a month or so off the scene and ran second in the heat. Now he's in the final. He's in it. He's got to be in it to win it. I mean, it's a hard final, but I'm wrapped. Yeah, I bet. Great performance. As I mentioned, probably been your best dog uh, over the course of your training career. He has. He definitely has been our best dog. He's given us a a lot of firsts. Um, He was my first city grader winner. Um, First uh, group competitor. And he's always there So he ran second in the heat behind Pixie Manelli, first run for about a month. What are his chances coming into the yep. cup? He'd have to lead um, and just make the rest of the field honest. He, he can run times. I mean, he's 
his trial quicker than he's raced. His best time's around 2740-something. But, yeah, he'd have to lead. That's the only way he's going to ever win it. I mean, he's never won a race coming from behind <laughs> Even though he has, he has. He ha, even though he has got, he's got some good strength because he has raced over the six and seven hundred meters. Yeah, he, he nearly set the record when he won his six hundred, um, and the guy that had him in, in Melbourne informed me that he did have the, um, what do you call it, the best first section over a seven hundred. But since he's come back, I can't get him. He just doesn't seem to have the stamina he had as a pup. Well, still been uh, winning for you. And obviously, it been a very important dog for you. Personally, obviously, you're involved in Greyhounds uh, with your husband, Ben. Ben uh, has had an illness, but uh, this dog has, yep. has helped boost the morale, I guess, of you guys and, and get you through that period. He did, and I didn't realise how much he did until, you know, Ben started to get well. Um, you know, we did... 26 weeks going up to Charlie Gardner's, which is a 300-kilometre return trip. Right from Harvey, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but we got there and we did it and Ben's in remission and the dog's still... And he's a character of a dog. <laughs> he, um, he, he, he... Everybody's got to know hero. He's, he's half grey um, and he just loves people. He loves... He loves the atmosphere. You do not go down the kennels um, with your race gear on. He, he plays merry hell. He wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, he enjoys racing. That's why he's been such a good performer. Yeah. Well, the whole litter have. Um, you know, there's one, two, three, there's four that make good fun. None have won a final, but they've all been thereabouts. It's, it's been a really handy litter for the... Um, Luke Miller, Brennan in New South Wales, and Mum is a complete uh, import. So, yeah. Hopefully, we see some of his brothers on the the track in the future. I know. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Well, anyway, he's got two brothers over here. So, or well, as far as I know, they're over here. They're owned locally, so it'd be interesting to see how they go. Now you you used to your entry into greyhounds came from you, you were sh- showing dogs is that right and then you took a trip to the track That's right. and that you fell in love with dogs yep. uh, greyhounds Ben did <laughs> right Ben did I, I was sticking with my blue heelers and <laughs> um, the the rest of it we we um, once once you get one. Um, you, you've got to have two, and then I mean, we always had registered kennels, so that was never a problem. But um, no, but to pick up a dog as a pup like Hero, that that just added the the icing on the cake. Yeah, for sure. Hey, where, where, so all for for a long time now, all your dogs have had the incredible prefix in front of them. Where would that yep. name come from? Uh, well. Uh, we had a dog out of tonight's wish, and we called him Incredible Wish. And um, uh, someone said it was a nice, strong name, so I've st- we registered and stuck with it. So any dog that we've raised or bred called Incredible. And I've just had a text sent to me, and 
According to this, Heroes Lid had 339 starts for 77 wins, 44 seconds, 54 thirds, and they've won over 265,000 in prize money. Oh, beautiful. They've performed very, very well for you. Hey, another one, just quickly, I remember did well for you, Incredible B. And that was, a, that, that was a, you'd had a break, and that's the dog that got you back in. Is that right? That's right. I, I bought her as a pup, her and Incredible Storm. And both of them, um, I went back, it, it was Cup Day. I went back Cup Day after five years off, and um, both of them qualified, and then both of them come out and won their maidens. She came into season. And then I finally got her back after the season. Then I think she had something like 16, 17 starts, um, always in the money, and got me my first big cup, my only big cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe after. Uh, and she's. You might get another one after Friday. She's still here. Oh, as your pet, she's oh. your pet, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's still here. We often have a laugh of got um, incredible envy that can't start to save herself <laughs> and when she comes home you know this Queenie just looks at her and says I'll just start because <laughs> that was Queenie's um, omen she she won her races at the start and so does Hero to a, a you know, if you can get a dog that'll start and keep out of trouble they're halfway there. Yeah indeed well we're looking forward to seeing the very young veteran, incredible hero go around uh, in the Mandra Cup there. Fran, hey, listen, thanks for chatting to us and all the best. Okay, thanks a lot. Cheers. Good stuff, Fran Farrell there. On the other side of the break, we're catching up with David Short. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to Go Greyhounds. It's all happening this week, Friday night chasing the Mandra Cup and, of course, the distance at Cannington and the Million Dollar Chase. Joining us, David Short from Tab Touch. Shorty, how are you doing? I'm really well, thanks, Leia, JB. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, likewise, Shorty. Hey, just quickly, a recap of last night's results from Cannington. Three winners to Enzo Credelli. Thought uh, the winner Speed Bandit in the Maiden was pretty impressive there. Yeah, it lived up to its name, didn't it, in the first 30 flats. Uh, an impressive way to break the Maiden tag, that's for sure. A dog to follow heading forward, Speed Bandit. Stargaze is a dog we mentioned a few weeks ago that uh, was chasing well and had races to win, and since going on with the job, so it was another nice winner. Enzo Cronella in the race with Laptop Genius finishing a runner-up in that particular event. And then the night continued on in grand style for him, deeper into the program with Wicked Rhythm overcoming box number six. A couple of dogs to follow. Barefoot Tycoon, as you touched on, JB, was really strong to the line. And um, the greyhound that I think we can pop into the black book, last two runs have been eye-catching, bursting to win a race out of race seven. Dog number six, Ivy Ismia. Um, John Harris trains, had a few runs to settle in now in WA. I think it's ready to win, so we can follow Ivy Ismia heading forward out of last night's Cannington program. Oh, geez, a heartbreak. I was on uh, Barefoot Tycoon last night. Uh, another metre or two would have uh, got over the top, but anyway, not to be. What about tonight at Mandra, the Thursday night program down there, Shorty? 
Yeah, good program. Looking forward to the card. I thought the punters could get some money too. Uh, race five, number one, Cheeky Ricky, aiming up at the winning hat trick, comes up with the perfect draw. Race five, number one. Race six, number six, Just Terminal for Brad Cooks, a dog that's been racing really consistently. It's got good early pace, has gone sub-17. Not many dogs get under that time mark. Uh, it'll be hard to beat race six, number six. In race seven, another green rug, nice image, aiming up at four straight for Pete Sutherland tonight. Graham with very good early burn should be able to roll to the top and be hard to beat. And a couple for your multis, uh, Place Bankers, race 10, number five, high tensile, very rarely misses the podium. And likewise, in the last race, 12, number one, Thunder Boom. They're the five races I'll be playing into for this evening. Yeah, a nice image. I was going to mention that Greyhound Shorty's won six of us past seven. Uh, this dog stepped up to the free-to-all level last week, uh, no props. So, uh, yeah, in really top form. Indeed, and it's got that excellent early pace, which over the 302-metre trip is uh, a prerequisite that you must have if you're going to succeed. So hopefully Nice Image can continue on that excellent form at Box Rise, find the top and be too nippy for them there in race seven tonight. All right, we stay at Mandra for the following night, Friday night. Uh, obviously, we've got the big cup race there, but what else, uh, what else takes your fancy down there, mate? Yeah, there's a few that uh, at each way odds that I quite like on the program. I thought race four, number seven, Weblek Fire, both runs since arriving in WA have been really good for Margaret Heppel. I thought we could get something out of it. Race four, number seven, Weblek Fire. Deeper into the program, uh, race 10, number five, Cerberus Manelli. Remy Manelli, the kennel mate, will be hard to beat, but it'll be pretty short in the market, I think. And Cerberus Manelli was an excellent run in a much harder race last week, holding off tandem at pace. Tandem at pace in this race would be really warm. So we can have something each way at the odds. Race 10, number five, Cerberus Manelli. Chevy Gold's a nice each way, bet at odds in race 11, number six. And I think we saved the best to last with Par Pepe. That's uh, won both career runs from box number one. Drawn to perfection on Friday night to send us home a winner. Race 12, number one, Par Pepe. What do you think uh, about the big race, the big group three Mandra Cup? The map's pretty messy to my eye, JB, and the one greyhound that has got um, exceptional early burn and is drawn really well is Mermaid Manelli. She should be able to scoot around them and find the top. I think it might get messy behind her, and that could leave her with a really nice mid-race buffer, probably big enough for her to hold on from there. So Mermaid, however, if, if it's clean early and dogs like More Deductions, Pixie Manelli, Starbucks and Monty, um, if they're sitting close, then Mermaid will be really having to pull out plenty over the concluding stages. But if it maps how I think, she might be able to nick the race mid-race and be off and gone. Hopefully uh, leave a bit of carnage behind her and off and away. Uh, but, yeah, it looks like a really interesting race for sure. What about uh, Saturday night at Cannington? Good program, really nice program. The distance potential, the feature. I'm teaming up with historic time from Box 5 there. Loved its win. Fastest qualifier last week in 34.77. If it can repeat that, it'll be the dog to beat. Nice bets on the card. Race 4, number 7, Bayron Star. Drops out of a placing in a Mandra Cup heat at Group 3 level. Back to a City Grade 5 race here. Handles a wide draw, no problem at all. Looks a really good each-way bet. Race 4, number 7, Bayron Star. And the best of them again. We're waiting till the last. Race 10, number 1, Grace Lee. Quality beats dropping right back from city free-for-alls to a provincial grade four and five. She's got a bit on these. She should sit handy in the run and be far too strong to the line. Hey, just quickly, Shorty, your thoughts on Flake Manelli going around in race seven over the 520-metre the journey. Obviously a small field, this one. Fernando Starr in box one. But, uh, but Flake, uh, what do we like uh, her over the 500? Yeah, look, she's she's in with good claims again. She was mighty last week in the Mandurah Cup, coming from last and steaming to the line. 
plenty of pace around her. She's just going to need that little bit of luck early. If she gets it, though, we saw her win there in slick time going back a few starts ago now. She's a 600-metre track record holder from a couple of runs back. With clear air, she's the one to beat. Now, Shorty, the one we're all looking for, at least I am indeed, Tommy Shelby in the million-dollar chase. I think he's drawn very nicely out of box three. What are your chances? Yeah, this is Friday night, remember? Friday night. Friday night. Wentworth Park, that's the big one. Eight uh, semi-finals with a million-dollar chase. And Tommy's a ripper chance. I've just finished about an hour and a half ago a Zoom call with Steve Withers. Um, Tommy's settled in really well across there in New South Wales. Steve's going in confident. Uh, the dog in box one can get up the track a little bit and has good early pace, similar to a Starbook or a Mermaid Manelli over here. So Tommy's just going to have to hold his line early, eyeball that dog, and then, as we've seen so many times, hopefully he's got that big engine that can just burn them off through the first corner and be off and gone. He, he ran 29.44 in a heat of the Big Peters earlier this year. His run in the final behind playlist was enormous. Uh, he's in peak form. Tommy's going to be really hard to beat. And the odds tell us that. He's around $1.70, so the bookies are certainly not taking any chances with him on Friday night. Just real quick, Shorty, uh, is he the leading hope for the whole series, or is there another dog you like out there for that? I think Shimmer Shine's probably the deserved favourite for the series. He's come up with box one in his semi on Friday night, and uh, he's he's been at that top group one level for some time. So Shimmer Shine will take some stopping, but if he's got any chinks in the armour, Tommy should be there to expose them. All right, he's got to get through the semis first, so best of luck to Tommy Shelby. We'll all be cheering him on, that's for sure. Shorty, once again, thanks for your time and, and good punting over the next few nights. Thanks so much, guys. Great to catch up with you again. Good luck to all the punters and go, Tommy. Yeah, go, Tommy. That's right. Uh, you're going to be on him, Leia. You'll be cheering as loud as anyone, won't you? Oh, well, I am one of his biggest fans. I'd like to bestow that accolade <laughs> upon myself. But, you know, really, really good chance here, obviously, going head-to-head with some very, very strong chases, incapacitated and well, also a very good chance in race three. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so that's uh, the wrap-up for that. Uh, we've got, uh, even though he's not with us, he's with us in the spirit, Callum. He has sent us his tips through for the next couple of nights. Uh, for Mandra on Thursday night, he likes race four, number six, Yandera Mick, and race eight, number three, Manando Magic. So race four, number six, and race eight, number three for Thursday night. And for Friday night, Cal likes Pixie Manelli out of box two. So there's his tips for the weekend. Leia, been a pleasure to share your company over the past hour or so. And uh, thanks for everyone to listening in. We'll catch you next week on Go Greyhounds.